Do you want to align with God's vibes, adapt to a spirit-led lifestyle, and live out of the fullness of God's plans and purposes for your life? This podcast is for you. The good news I have for you is that your time is now. It's time to transform self-sabotage into self-mastery and revolutionize your world. If you're ready to go beyond the ordinary and break out into the extraordinary life God designed for you, you're in the right place. In the God's Vibes podcast, you will find the freedom and permission to stop chasing success the world's way and simply be who God formed, shaped, and anointed you to be. My name is Juliana Page, and my mission is to lead you on the ultimate adventure, aligning and tracking with God so you can radically transform your life from the inside out and build spirit driven success. Using life coaching and biblical and prophetic teaching, I'll show you what it means to dwell in the good land God ordained for your life and train you to be a powerful person who is a walking testimony of what's possible with God. Subscribe to God's Vibes for spirit-filled real talk, hard-hitting truth with a humorous touch that will help you discover who you are in God Dare to press through your seeming limitations and chart a divine path that will renew your dreams and transform your future. It's time to experience true freedom through courage, faith, and self-mastery. I dare you to step out in faith and courageously dive into the purposeful life of trusting God for the impossible. Let's go. What's good? Welcome back to the God's Vibes podcast. Hello, hello. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Sending you blessings, beautiful memories, fun times with families. Wishing you well. So glad that you are here. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you are a regular, and listen, if you are a regular, I don't know if you know this, but when you rate the podcast five stars on Apple Podcasts and leave a review, I will actually send you the 30-day God's Vibes Matter devotional. So go ahead and do that. Take some time, show some love, give some thanks for what is happening here on this podcast. If any of this content has blessed you, if it is ministered to you in any sort of way, it would mean the world to receive that feedback. You can rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts. You can Google the podcast and it'll link you out to Apple Podcasts, or you can do so on the Apple Podcasts app. Then you can also leave a comment. And when you do that, go to julianapage.com slash podcast, put in your information, and I'll make sure to send you the devotional. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It means the world to be able to offer timely, relevant content, biblical truth, uplift you, encourage you every single week for free. (laughs) And it means the world knowing that you're here. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to talk today about forgiveness. This is a topic that God dropped in my heart and I really feel like is timely. It's a now word for sure. And we're going to break it down because this is something that is talked about kind of like love quite often, but it's one of the most challenging things to do. And I think unforgiveness is one of the greatest things that the enemy uses. It's a gateway of access to 
the things of the enemy in our life. So it's really important that we understand how to forgive and work out and walk out forgiveness in our life. So we're going to talk about it. A couple of things before we do. We have a purpose planning masterclass coming up, and this is so fun. We did this last year on December 1st. This year, we're doing it on November 30th. It's called the Purpose Planning Masterclass. It is free, but we're going to talk about how you can plan your 2024 with purpose. So this is not your average vision board party, okay? On Thursday, November 30th at 7 p.m., we're going to have this vision party for 2024, and it's quite different than what you've seen or experienced before, but in the best ways. And it's going to be 60 minutes. There's probably going to be more time than that actually allowed for coaching as well. But we're going to walk you through how you can connect purpose literally to everything that you're doing. And it changes how you show up. It actually gives you energy in life and makes the showing up a little bit easier. So this is going to be really fun. We're going to help you plan to build some God dreams. So join us. You can join us at www.courageco.org. You can join us under the free community option. And once inside Courage Co., you can just click on events and you'll see the Purpose Planning Masterclass there and you can just RSVP to join us. There also is a bonus coaching session. I love me some coaching. I love coaching. So if you are open to having a bonus coaching session in your life, if you think that would be a great supplement to what's happening there, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to make sure that you grab your session. The session is not free, but it is a bonus that I'm adding on to this. I usually don't offer up my calendar in this way, but we're doing it here. So if you would like some coaching, this is a breakthrough strategy call. So you can go ahead and click the link to book that. And if you can't join us live for some reason, we've had some folks asking about, we just did the social media challenge, for example, the three-day challenge, or some of these other beautiful trainings that we've done that have been also powerful, also different, so relevant, timely, but also powerful. You can actually get all of the replays. So we have this all bundled together. It's called the Courage Co. Masterclass Training Bundle. So if you want a bundle of all the replays, all the notes, ongoing virtual support with that content, if you had a question or if you wanted something broken down for you a little bit differently, we will give you that support. This is actually a live feed and there's over 36 different guest interviews in there and you get to join us on every live upcoming challenge or event. Pretty exciting. So you can join us in the Courage Co. Masterclass Bundle if you can't join us live. And then the other thing that you're going to want to know about spirit driven success life coach certification program. The wait list is officially open. We have our next information session on November 30th, but in the show notes, there's a link that you can fill out to get more information. If you have been wanting to apply. Now this is for aspiring life coaches. It's also for existing life coaches because sometimes you've gone through maybe a Christian life coach certification program. Maybe you've gone through a different uh, type of program. I know that I definitely did not go through a spiritual coaching certification program when I initially started. So that might be where you are as well, but you want to bring your faith into what you want to do. You want to bring prayer into what you want to do. You want to bring Holy Spirit (laughs) and the prophetic into what you want to do. You want to build the kingdom way, not the worldly or secular way. 
you want to be an influencer for the kingdom. We cover all of that in this certification. So if you want more information, you can join us live on an information session, or you can get more information by clicking the link in the show notes. This is a limited time uh, option with the wait list here because we are going to shut that down mid-December. So I wouldn't wait. I would definitely move if you are considering it. And if you want your questions answered, you can join us live as well. If you go to www.courageco.org, you will see a free access specifically for the Life Coach Certification. And that's where we are also going to host these information sessions. All right. I think we covered some ground here. So much goodness is happening. Just cannot wait. So forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Not the most fun but we've got to make the decision to forgive. And that's really and truly what it is. It's a decision to forgive. And when it comes to forgiveness, it's really, really hard because oftentimes we endure things that are not fair, that were not our fault, betrayals, abandonments, traumas, shock, so many things, loss, disappointments, so, so many things, right? And forgiveness can be really, really hard to walk out. So we're going to talk about it though. I think a first key to highlight here is that the other person, you might not feel like they deserve your forgiveness, but you deserve peace. Okay. At the end of the day, you might not feel like they are worthy or deserving of your forgiveness, especially not initially after an offense, but you deserve peace. And you're not going to have peace the more that you ruminate on, entertain, and keep replaying in your mind what happened that you can't seem to let go of. So forgiveness also is one of our highest mandates as believers, as faith walkers. Really consider that. There's so many scriptures on forgiveness, but forgiveness truly is one of our highest mandates and calls as believers. Forgiveness also reveals God's goodness and ushers healing into our hearts. So without forgiveness, we truly can't heal. And instead, what we start doing is we start harboring resentments, bitterness, unforgiveness, right? We start really living in that and that makes us sick on the inside and it starts manifesting on the outside as well. And the reality is if God can put love into your heart, he can put forgiveness into your heart. He can soften this hard-heartedness and take you on a process of letting go and releasing those things that are too heavy to carry and letting him take over. So if God can put love in your heart, he can put forgiveness in your heart. We can't necessarily forgive, especially depending on the types of hurts and the pain and the trauma we can't forgive on our own, right? We can't just do that in ourselves. If we if we could, right, we would have done that already. But Holy Spirit can help us do that. And Holy Spirit can do a work in our hearts. So something that I recommend practicing is continual forgiveness. Just like I also recommend living a lifestyle, a daily lifestyle of repentance. There's so many things, thoughts, words, actions, knowingly and unknowingly that we engage in every day that could be considered a sin and missing the mark, right? So living out this lifestyle of continual repentance keeps you in humility. It keeps you aligned with God. It keeps you tracking, right? But continual forgiveness is similar as well. 
It actually says, the scripture that I'm thinking of here is Matthew 18, 21 through 22, where Jesus said, we are to forgive others 70 times seven in response to Peter's question, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother when he sins against me? Up to seven times? That's what he asked. And then Jesus was like, no, 70 times seven. And that reference is all in one day. So forgiveness is clearly a value, and that also lets me know when I read and study and meditate on that, that there's going to be things that we have to constantly keep letting go of and keep surrendering to God's care and control because we can't control them and they're beyond us, right? So walking out continual forgiveness, I see repentance, forgiveness, love. These are all daily decisions, okay? And it's not when we think about forgiveness. It's not giving permission to somebody to continue to hurt you or to especially not to continue to abuse you. But what it is doing is it's releasing the hurt, the offense over to God, and you're not keeping this tally of what somebody owes you. Okay. It's almost like releasing the IOU, knowing truly that, right, a hurt person will hurt people. And somebody that is hurt often doesn't have the capacity, the knowing of what they're doing. Now, some people are so evil that maybe they're aware of what they're doing. But regardless, we are to pray for those that hurt us, right? They know not what they do, right? Even if you're that evil, you're clearly out of your mind in a lot of ways, right? But when it comes to capacity, usually the the offenders here that are hurting don't have the capacity to be very loving. They don't have the capacity to have tools to communicate and and to make things right and to reconcile, right? Now, that doesn't make it right and it doesn't excuse it. However, when you see that they don't have the capacity to do those things, like let's say they're not walking with God, why are you going to expect godly behavior from somebody not walking like God? right? Why are you going to expect composure from somebody that doesn't have the conviction of the Holy Spirit? Why are you going to expect forgiveness, right, from somebody that is not self-aware? There's just some things that when you start to understand capacity, it makes it a little bit easier to release that over to God. But it is not giving permission to continue to hurt. And really what needs to be established here are boundaries. Boundaries are actually a really beautiful and loving thing. We need to not only establish them, but enforce them. Okay. So just because you are forgiving somebody, that doesn't mean that you're even going to continue relationship with them, but you don't have to continue to live in the pain. And when you set this boundary, right, then peace will come. So forgiveness says it's in God's hands and he'll handle it how it needs to be handled. Okay. Forgiveness says that it's in God's hands and he'll handle it how it needs to be handled. It doesn't mean that anyone's being let off the hook. It doesn't mean that it's okay what they did to you. It doesn't mean any of that. It means that this is beyond you. You're giving it over to God and you're giving yourself permission to go free, free from that pain. Okay, so something that is really helpful when we think about expectations, I isn't I haven't been somebody that was uh, raised in the church, so I didn't really experience a ton of hurt, a ton of church hurt necessarily. However, I have walked with many people who have, and there seems to be these expectations of people that are believers or faith walkers 
they're almost on this pedestal or they have this high standard of how they're supposed to be showing up in the world, quote unquote. Now, if it's a worldly, secular type person, we're like, yeah, I'm not going to expect much. But if it's a believer or faith walker, I've got this like high, high standard. So when they let me down, then I'm really hurt, right? But the reality is humans are humans, okay? And we get in trouble when we put humans on this pedestal, right, that is not fair, right? We are human. We will make mistakes. We will disappoint. That is human, right? So I think it's really important, whether it is a boss, whether it is somebody that you're looking up to in some sort of way, somebody that you are looking to as a model of the faith, at the end of the day, they're still human. So you've really got to take a look at your expectations as well, right? Because when we have high expectations of somebody, we can be really dropped low, when they let us down, right? And if we don't have expectations at all, we can't really be disappointed, but really think about that. The person that you can expect a lot from really is God, because <laughs> God is faithful, right? And he does not lie. But you can also expect a lot from yourself. Ultimately, you can't control how people are gonna show up. But I think it is worth noting, where are your expectations with these people versus these people? Because that can get really tricky. And it's not going to help you walk out forgiveness or mercy for that matter. So forgiveness is a catalyst for your healing. When you release a person or a situation into God's hands, you're going to get grace to move forward. You're going to be divinely enabled to move forward. And you might say something like, God, like I am having a hard time forgiving. I want to forgive. I don't want to live in this pain. So I release this person to you. I release this situation to you. Help me to move forward and walk out forgiveness. I release them to you in love. I pray, all right, pray for those that hurt you. I pray for their well-being. I pray for your mercy. I pray for your blessing upon this person. You really can't have unforgiveness in your heart and be praying for them at the same time, right? <laughs> As you're praying, it's really helping that work to be made complete in your heart. And if you want a high quality of life, you have to get good at these things. You just do. And if we think about our offenses against God and how merciful God is with us, I have found that that's really helpful, right? When it's really hard to forgive somebody or release them over to God, what is helpful is thinking about all of the mistakes, missteps, all of the offenses that you have done, yet God forgived you and God didn't turn away from you, right? And that's why we are actually told and instructed to forgive as we've been forgiven, right? And if we think about that, I think it's very, very powerful to meditate on how, how God has forgiven you. And if God, again, has forgiven you, he's given you the capacity to forgive other people. And what is also helpful to note here is that this has nothing to do with feelings. I think that we think that when we forgive somebody, we're going to feel better. We're going to feel like a huge shift of some kind. We're going to just feel good, right? But we might not feel any of those things. But forgiveness is ultimately a decision about how you're going to treat people. That's what it is. You're not going to talk bad about them. You're going to pray for them. You're going to help them if an opportunity presents itself. You're not going to spread rumors. And then you're also going to pay attention to what's happening in your heart. What would you like to see happen to them? Right? You got to let that go. How would you respond to seeing them blessed? 
really take a look at that. That's going to reveal your heart. Okay, so just because somebody hurts us, that doesn't mean that we get to gossip about them. That doesn't mean that we get to drop their name and speak badly about them. If anything, it's passing a test and not doing any of that. And you know you've forgiven by how you treat people because of how much you love God, right? It's out of love that we forgive, right? And it's out of our love for God that God gives us this capacity to forgive and to release people, okay? And a reminder here, you will have no quality of life until you get over these offenses. It actually says in this message version, which is really powerful, this is Matthew 6, 13 through 15. I'll read it in the Amplified as well, but it's super powerful. The world is full of so-called prayer warriors who are prayer ignorant, They're full of formulas and programs and advice, peddling techniques for getting what you want from God. Don't fall for that nonsense. This is your father you are dealing with, and he knows better than you what you need. With a God like this loving you, you can pray very simply like this. Our father in heaven, reveal who you are. Set the world right. Do what's best as above, so below. Keep us alive with three square meals. Keep us forgiven with you and forgiving others. Keep us safe from ourselves and the devil. You're in charge. You can do anything you want. You're a blaze in beauty. Yes, yes, yes. That's the message version. Here is the amplified version. And lead and bring us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive people their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, leaving them, letting them go, and giving up resentment, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. Take a look at that. Meditate on that. If this is conditional, if you forgive, God will also forgive you. But (laughs) here's the other condition. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, leaving them, letting them go and giving up resentment, neither will your father forgive you your trespasses. I don't know about you, but I take that very seriously. Like you're either going to take God at his word or you're not. You're either going to apply it in your life or you're not, right? And this is God's heart. This is God's word, right? So if I want to be forgiven, if I want to be shown mercy, it is my responsibility to get to the place where I can do that. Now, it might not be easy. It might not feel good. I happen to know both are not true. (laughs) It is very, very difficult and it does not feel good at all, but God, right? Like with God and when you choose It is a decision when you decide that you're going to walk out this process of healing with God and releasing a person that's hurt you, right? Recklessly, it says here, reckless and willful sins, okay? Giving up the resentment that you might have for them, God will forgive you. He will soften your heart. He will bring healing. So there's things that we can do. We can decide that we're going to forgive, We don't have to know how that's going to happen, how long it's going to take. This is a daily, continual process that we might walk out for a while until we don't feel as easily triggered, right? Or until we are not ruminating on it and remembering it and playing it over our minds over and over and over again. So you can pray for the people that hurt you. 
You can make the decision to prefer give. You can stop wallowing in it because that actually is a choice. Now, yes, you could be triggered. A trauma could come to your mind, but it is a choice to continue to focus on it. You can predetermine how you're going to show up. This is one of my favorite things to do. I really incorporate this a lot into coaching, right, and training you how to anticipate things that might challenge you or that you might cower in the face of and how you can actually show up in courage and show up in boldness. And that's something that you train. That's something that you actually play out in advance. That's something that you practice. So we do a whole lot of that so that when the actual moment happens, you're ready, right? Great actors practice. (laughs) You know, they don't just do their first take without having rehearsed their lines or getting into character or any of that, right? So predetermine how you're going to show up and establish and enforce those boundaries. I think sometimes we are great at determining what boundary that we need. In terms of actually enforcing it, though, that becomes more challenging because usually it's awkward, it's uncomfortable, we don't like confrontation, but you have to enforce it because a lot of times with takers or abusers or people that don't mean well, right, they're going to test your boundaries. So if you don't force them, they will still continue to abuse you or violate those boundaries because you're not enforcing them, okay? So when it comes to forgiveness, I think on the flip side, something to consider is resentment, anger, frustration, all of that is exhausting. And all of that breaks your spirit. It breaks your heart. And you're choosing that. You're choosing to live in that every day. And we're commanded not to, okay? Now, you've got to feel things to heal it, but that's why I recommend walking out forgiveness with God, right? He is our healer. But also, if you need to, going to a therapist, creating that space in your life to actually work out some childhood trauma or some patterns maybe that are coming up. How did you actually participate in this as well? You've got to take responsibility. You might not have caused it and it might not be your fault at all, but how you move forward is your responsibility. And you might really need help with that. I know I have in many instances, right? But that's on me to go seek that help. That's on me to decide to walk out the wisdom and the tools and the practices that I'm exposed to, right? That is on me at the end of the day. And if I want the future that I say I desire, it's on me to do something about that. And God wants me to be successful. God wants me to thrive. He came that I might have life more abundantly. He says, in abundance to the full until it overflows. But that's on me to choose. And I can choose not to have that as well. Okay, so anger is exhausting. If you've lived in that for any period of time, you get it. Harboring resentment in your heart towards people is a waste of your life. That is squandering your life. And at the end of the day, right, when it comes to the end of our lives on earth, right, God will only hold you accountable for you. He's going to hold you accountable for you. How did you show up? How did you treat people? He's going to hold you accountable for you. You don't get to make an account for somebody else. He holds you accountable for you. And I think when you think about it from that context, that helps you start to consider what is your work and what is somebody else's work. Do the right things by God's grace. We can do that. We can decide that we are going to forgive and we can do the things that God is asking us to do by his grace, by his power and for his glory. Now, remember, when we choose not to, here's the thing with unforgiveness. It opens more doors to the enemy than anything else. Truly, right? When we leave 
place for the enemy. Like, don't give him a foothold is what the Bible tells us, right? But when we do, unforgiveness is usually the why. And when we have a lot of church hurts, it's because of unforgiveness and storing it up in our hearts and ruminating on it and replaying it and reliving it and resenting people and giving them all that nasty energy. It's exhausting and it breaks us down. It says in Ephesians 4.31, get rid of of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. So this is what we're commanded to do with that. We're not commanded to like sit on it, ruminate on it, keep that stuff in there, stir it up, right? We're, we're actually designed to fan the flame within, and we can't do that when we got all this other stuff in there. Okay, and when you think about, too, building your future, that takes energy. It takes creativity. It takes focus. It takes determination. It takes a lot of energy in motion, emotion. And you've got to have the right emotion to build with. Bitterness, rage, and anger do not help you build well. They help you destroy things. Okay, the kingdom of God is actually righteousness, peace, and joy. So think about that. What are you building with, right? This whole time... I believe it's Joyce Meyer. I'm not sure if she's the original one that said this, but not forgiving people is like drinking poison and expecting them to suffer. That's basically what's happening here, right? But we are meant to forgive them for they know not what they do. I like to say, refuse to suffer fools or let your heart get hard, right? When our heart gets hard, we turn into versions of ourselves that we don't even recognize and not in a good way right? And when we continue to dabble in foolishness, right, we become like the people that hurt us. So this is something I have experienced. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I've experienced a relationship with somebody that had narcissistic personality disorder. I had no idea what that was. That was not a thing. It's all over the internet now. And that was traumatizing for me personally. I had never seen that level of darkness in my life. And I had seen a lot of dark things, but that that was new. That was different. And I had no idea how to get out of that. Now, it was on me, though, if I was going to continue to focus on what this person did or making this person my enemy. That's not the objective here. And if I did that, I knew that I would become like that person that hurt me. And that is not it. (laughs) That is not it. But that would be sure the way that the enemy would want things to pan out. So I had to very much determine, okay, I am in a battle that is spiritual, that I can't win on my own, that I've got to decide how I allowed access to this in my life, how I participated, what I tolerated, what I overlooked, and I've got to take responsibility for healing what broke in me so that I can actually access my future. That's on me. So I had to let that person go in order to do that work. I couldn't continue to focus on how it was wronged, how they showed up, how this personality disorder works and obsess over that because then that's what I would become, right? You become what you focus on. You become what you're most familiar with. And I would rather spend time with God and become more like him than a enemy, right? Somebody that's showing up to do me harm is not who I want to become at all, right? So it was imperative that I learned how to walk out forgiveness. So refuse to suffer fools or let your heart get hard. Isaiah 43, 18 says, do not earnestly remember the past. And I think that this is an important distinction. 
saying that as an actual phrase. Do not earnestly remember the past. So that means you can choose not to keep it in remembrance, right? God says, put me in remembrance. So that means you can choose what you continue to remember, what you continue to bring into your future. That's not to say that there's not going to be triggers that come up periodically, but that's very different than ruminating on it every day, than stalking on social media, than stirring up some stuff, right? Very, very different. Like you can decide not to earnestly remember things that cause you harm. You can choose not to ruminate on it and not to rehearse it. And if you allow what happens, right, if you give it to God's hands, he can use it to make you better, not bitter, which is a really, really big deal. Like, do you want to be bitter or do you want to be better? And that's really what forgiveness comes down to. You've got to walk out forgiveness and mercy with yourself and you've got to release that person so that you can be free, okay? So some things that again, help me to do this. One, when I am thinking of situations where people have hurt me, a lot of times when this comes down to capacity, they weren't shown love or affection or nurturing, or they weren't communicated too well, or they saw a lot of dysfunction and abuse, and it's just never been healed, right? Like they, they've got a generational script now that they're living And I happen to be on the receiving side of that, right? But if they knew better, they could do better. So they know not what they do. So why am I going to hold them to this capacity that they don't have and keep punishing them and expecting them to pay me back with something they don't have, right? Like if this person didn't have the capacity to love me well or honor me or respect me or treat me right... I can't expect them to ever do that, but I can forgive them for they know not what they do and they didn't have the capacity to do that, right? So instead of expecting that person to show up, I can release them and give them to God and let God handle it because he fully knows, okay, how that can be restored, how that can be redeemed, how justice can play out. God knows that, and I'm not God. So that's that's above my pay grade, so to speak, and I'm going to give it over to the master, and I'm going to just do what he says and ask him to help me with my heart so I can be free indeed. Because when I'm not free indeed, and when I'm oppressed by bitterness and resentment, I don't act like who I'm on this planet to be. And I can't do the work that I'm here to do. Not well not with excellence. All right. So really, really important there with capacity. I think that's a great thing. I think the other thing with forgiveness as well is that it says a lot more about you than the other person. And again, God is holding you accountable to you, not what somebody else is doing. He's holding you accountable to you and what you are doing. So my hope is that this message on forgiveness is ministering to you, that this is helping you. If you feel called to walk out forgiveness. I pray in the name of Jesus that you release that person in love to God, that you release that situation that you've been trying to figure out, trying to rectify, trying to bring justice through your own hands, and you just release it to God's capable hands. He cares about every detail of your life. He holds and maintains your lot. It is safe to let it go. He is trustworthy. He is faithful. He is a God of justice. He is your vindicator. He is your redeemer. He is your restorer. God will restore the years the locusts have eaten. He will give you double for your trouble. He will redeem the time and he will blow your mind 
not only how he walks you through this beautiful grace-filled process and heals your heart, renews your mind, renews the right spirit in you, but also how he shifts situations by his power and for his glory for your good. He can and he will perfect all things concerning you, right? So really, really just decide that you will release it. Embrace God. Decide that you're going to go on a walk with God of continual forgiveness and repentance. It's so important that you keep a pure heart. You don't have to become like people that hurt you and you don't have to hang on to that pain. And you definitely will not feel better until you release it. And you can And you will experience peace and relief and joy and refreshing. Times of refreshing will come. So I just release blessing and refreshing over you in Jesus' name. I hope this message blessed you. If you know someone's got to hear this, sharing is caring. Make sure that you share it with them. And if you want to live your most courageous and impactful story, you're invited to come join us in Courage Go. We've got weekly small groups, prophetic prayer calls, monthly challenges and masterclasses, a VIP mastermind, a life coach certification program, and so much more than we talk about on social media. But we really go into the work and we go deep quick. Just a surface level life will not do in these times. So this community is truly designed to help you be around other like-minded people that want to grow, that want to evolve. So it's all about your personal growth and spiritual development. We are not out here to spam you. We are not soliciting other content of any kind, right? Or in cross-promoting in any of that. This is truly just to help you grow and it should be refreshing in that way. That's the aim. So come join us. The community is free, www.couragego.org. And until next time, stay blessed. Listen, if you are not plugged into Courage Co. yet, what are you doing? Courage Co. is a faith-based community off social media that you can access from your phone or your desktop literally from anywhere. It is a safe place and a sacred space for you to invest in and live your most courageous and impactful story. You can join us for free for prayer calls and challenges, for a monthly subscription where we have monthly masterclasses, or the God's Vibes Mastermind where you will get live master life coaching at a price that you won't get anywhere else, 12 weeks of content that we will go through together or you can navigate at your own pace. You'll have lifetime access to that. A community of women doing this alongside of you, a workbook and so many other materials to help you on your journey. And I just want you to imagine for a second, having the courage, clarity, and focus to achieve anything you desire. Walking into any situation, fully confident, knowing you have everything you need to succeed. Embracing challenges and overcoming obstacles with grace and ease. Feeling only love and compassion for others, no matter how they may have hurt you in the past. Standing up for what you believe in and taking unstoppable action to create the kind of world you want to live in. You're in the right place to take your next step on your journey. When you plug into the God's Vibes Mastermind, I'll teach you how to identify and eliminate the self-limiting beliefs and habits that are stopping you from getting the results you want. I'll teach you how to heal old wounds that have negatively impacted your self-image and self-esteem for far too long. 
I'll show you how to dismantle the story of who you are and what you can or cannot do in the world. I'll help you expand your consciousness from fear-based limitation to love and compassion and service to the world. I'll help you vanquish the inner enemies that are stopping you from being all that you can be. Release your victimhood and reclaim your power. Develop a aligned mindset and habits to boost your productivity and results. Gain deeper awareness of your own inner light and divinity and achieve the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual self-mastery needed to achieve any goal. You will learn how to think the way God formed, shaped, and anointed you to think and succeed the way he always intended and show up in any situation as the most powerful person in the room, no matter what challenges might appear on your path. If this sounds like something that you want to be a part of, I want to invite you to join the God's Vibes Mastermind. You can get plugged into it over at Courage Co. You can access Courage Co. at any level at www.courageco.org. Together, we will awaken your inner warrior spirit and unleash your capacity to achieve any goal you can imagine. You will become an example of what's possible with God.